The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network over at noodle.mx and is sponsored by me and my company, D. Joseph Design, over at djosephdesign.com. Check out my portfolio, see how I've designed websites for other people, and how I can design one for you, too. Even give you some amazing cover art for your podcast so you will stand out more than anyone else. The Audacity to Podcast is also brought to you in part by GoToMeeting. Welcome to The Audacity to Podcast, episode 24, how to make your podcast show notes easy to get to. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Audacity to Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel J. Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle. This is the podcast where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. And if you don't have one of those things, then either you need to get it or you should rethink your podcasting because you need passion, you need organization. And you need dialogue. And that's what we are all about here at the Audacity to Podcast. As well, we talk about the tools. And last week, I spent some time talking about Audacity because I wanted to get that nice Audacity-focused episode out there. This week, I'm talking about WordPress. And this will be the, the climax the culmination of several things I've been talking about for getting easy to use show notes, making it easy for people to get to the show notes for every single episode of your podcast or podcasts. But before I get into that exciting stuff, which I know you want to hear because I've been building up to it for a while, before I get into that, let me tell you about our sponsor because it is great to have Citrix as a sponsor. They help pay the bills around here, and we love to pay the bills. Let me tell you, though, when working with people, like colleagues or clients, especially when you're working with people in different offices or you're working from home or around this time when it's the holidays and you're traveling, it is really hard or even impossible to get everyone together all at the same time to have a meeting. It's hard enough when you're all working in the same office just to get everyone together to have a meeting together because they've all got different things to do. Some of them may not be in the office on that day and blah, 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 all of this stuff. All you want to do is get together and collaborate together. I'm using the word together a lot because that's what you want to do is get together. It's impossible to do it except for this solution, and that is GoToMeeting by Citrix. GoToMeeting allows you to get your whole team together to attend an online meeting no matter where they are. All they need is a computer or even an iPad with an internet connection, and they can join your meetings. Whatever you show them on your screen, if you're leading the meeting, they see on their screens. It is super easy, and you can collaborate in documents in real time and go through PowerPoint slides or show them something on the internet, whatever. I've used GoToMeeting before, and it is amazingly easy to use, simple and quick to set up, and it works fantastic. If you want to invest 
in a technology that works. Use GoToMeeting. My listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 45 days. That's more than a month of unlimited online meetings for free, and that's more than what you would normally get just by going to the website. So here's for what you have to do for this special offer. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code PODCAST. That's GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code PODCAST for your free 45-day trial. And thank you, Citrix, for your support. Now let's get into this. I've talked for a little while about making show notes URLs. I've worked up to this. Previously, I talked about domains. Make sure you have a good domain, something that makes sense. It's easy to say. It's not ambiguous. It can't be confused or misspelled or anything cutesy like that. Make sure it's easy to spell, easy to get to, and it's short enough too that people aren't going to forget halfway through what the domain is. Then I talked about how to make your by the way the episode for that for talking about domains was episode 19 and you can get to that at the audacity to podcast.com slash 19 how do i do that well that's what i'm going to talk about in this episode and then in episode 21 which is at the audacity to podcast.com slash 21 i talked about making your show notes urls optimized for search engines or SEO, the search engine optimization. And that is that you try and make your show notes, URLs the same as the titles for your episodes and make your titles logical and front-loaded and all of this. Go back and listen to those two episodes if you haven't heard them yet. Maybe you should listen to them again as we build up to this for how to make your show notes easy to get to. Notice that whenever in any of our, my podcasts, in the Ramen Noodle, my clean comedy podcast, in Are You Just Watching, my Christian Critical Thinking on Movies podcast, and in this podcast, the Audacity to Podcast, whenever I mention show notes for past episodes, I always say, visit, and I give the domain for that podcast, dot com slash, and then all I say is a number with few exceptions because of uh, two different types of podcast episodes that come out through Are You Just Watching? Sometimes I say slash 12. Sometimes I'll say slash IR 12. That's because there are two different types of episodes there, which I don't recommend doing, but that's a separate issue. Today, we're going to talk about when you've got one show and one website. Because I do things through a network and That is that I have all of these separate domains, but they all point to one central website, noodle.mx, the Noodle Mix Network. All of my other domains, besides djosephdesign.com, all of my other podcast domains point to noodle.mx. And I did that for multiple reasons, which I'm not going to get into in this episode. That will be in a later episode. But When you want your show notes to be easy to get to, the easiest way is to just tell people, visit mypodcast.com slash 12. That's super easy and easy to get to. The key here is to don't make it hard for your listeners. That's the thing that you need to remember. See, when 
you've probably heard many other podcasts do this. And come on, be honest. Maybe you've done this yourself too. You tell people for the show notes for this episode, just go to mypodcast.com and click on the show notes for episode five. Well, that may be easy when you've only got five episodes or when that episode is the newest episode. And generally, yes, people will listen to the latest episode within a couple of weeks of its release. Generally. But not all of the time. Sometimes they might download all of the past episodes and listen to all of them. And so they could be listening a year later. I'm still trying to catch up on some podcasts that I really like. And I am way behind. I'm months or even more than a year behind on some podcasts. But I want to catch up. So I'm listening to really old episodes. So if you're telling your people, go to mypodcast.com and click on the show notes for episode five, well, if it's a few weeks later and you're a weekly podcast, they're not going to see anything to click on. Or you might even just tell them, get the links for show get the links in the show notes at for episode 25 at mypodcast.com. Well, yeah, you're not telling them to click on anything, but still they go to yourpodcast.com and they can't find your show notes. They might have to type it in and they try to remember um, what was something he mentioned in it. And this is especially hard when people are trying to remember something that you said in an episode. They might not remember what to search for. So they might have to start digging past looking at every single episode show notes to try and figure out which episode it was that they wanted to see. That's not a good way to do it. That's not very nice on your listeners either. It's not a very organized way to do things. You want it to be easy for your listeners. I hear some podcasters use subdomains. Do you know what subdomains are? That is what comes before the main part of your domain. Let's pretend your website is mypodcast.com. A subdomain would be podcast.mypodcast.com or shownotes.mypodcast.com. I've heard people do that. The difficulty with subdomains is, first of all, if you use subdomains like that, then you are working against the intention of subdomains and what subdomains should be used for. And that is subdomains, technically speaking, on a website, a subdomain is totally separate from the rest of the website. Totally separate meaning it's not just another page on the website. It's a separate site on the website. If Do you have a wordpress.com or a blogger, blogspot.com blog? Do you notice what those domains usually are? It's usually myblog.wordpress.com or myblog.blogspot.com. Those are subdomains because each one of those subdomains that my blog dot part of it is a separate site from your blog dot blogspot.com they represent a certain structure to the site they're not children or child pages they're not descendants at all they're more like well they're kind of like the nieces and nephews of the website where they're partially connected in that they're still sharing the same domain like all blogspot 
Facebook.com sites are kind of basically connected, but they're not connected closely to each other. They don't link all to each other, and they don't look related to each other, but they use the same framework as each other. I know it's starting to get a little complicated, but think about it as those nieces and nephews. Those are what the subdomains are. They're not directly related, but they're kind of related. That's how subdomains are supposed to be. So you could use a subdomain as a completely different site of yours, an offshoot of your site. For example, if you're running a podcast network, you could potentially have podcast one dot. Well, in my case, I could potentially do the audacity to podcast dot noodle dot MX. But now you know why I don't do that. That's really long and it's hard to get to. But there's another issue besides just the length of things is also the perception, the the confusion of things. See, subdomains are usually supposed to be separate sites, not simply redirects and not a child page of your site. But subdomains can also be confusing to users to type because when you tell someone visit mypodcast.com, your visitors are probably about 50-50 split on who types www.mypodcast.com and who types just mypodcast.com. Most websites are set up and most browsers are set up that they will adapt and work with either the www or without it. However, subdomains can be a little bit trickier. So if your website isn't configured properly and someone types in www.podcast.mypodcast.com, that might not work. It might break because they've added that www in the beginning instead of leaving it off. So subdomains can be a bit confusing. And subfolders aren't exactly a good idea either because, well, subfolders are something different. And what I mean by subfolders are not a good idea is that you don't want to tell your listeners visit noodle.mx slash the dash audacity dash to dash podcast slash tap 024 dash how dash to dash make dash your dash podcast dash show notes dash easy dash to dash get dash two ah that's terrible that's dreadful Now, that's relying completely on the subdomain structure or the subfolder, sorry, subfolder structure. You don't want to do that. Keep that URL, though. You want to keep your complicated URL. If that URL that I just gave with all of those dashes and slashes and stuff is the URL to your show notes, keep that because that really helps with search engine optimization. If you have the word show notes in there as I have in mine, then search engines will better connect the keyword show notes to that particular entry. So go ahead and keep that complicated long URL that you would never want to speak. 
But here's where it comes to being easy for you and easy for your listeners. First priority is to make it easy for your listeners. So if you have your podcast is at mypodcast.com, the easiest way for your listeners to get to the show notes is say, visit the show notes for this episode at mypodcast.com slash 35. That's the absolute easiest way for your listeners to get there. Now, here's how you can do that. That is with the extension, WordPress extension or plugin called Pretty Link. That's Pretty Link. The way that you get this is when you're in WordPress, go to the left side of the page and you'll see posts, media, links, pages, comments, appearance, plugins. Click on plugins and then click on add new. This takes you to, if you're in the some of the more recent versions of WordPress, this takes you to the install plugins page. Search for pretty link. That's two words, no S's in that. And you will see the top option that comes back is pretty link light version. I'll mention in a minute the difference of light and pro. But install this. Once it's installed and activated, don't forget to activate it after you install it, it creates a new section in your WordPress admin on the left side of the page that has this whole section called Pretty Link. Now, there are a couple things that we need to make sure that Pretty Link does for you. Go over to the Pretty Link options. Click on the link options defaults. You want your default link redirection type to be permanent, 301. That's go to the pretty link options, click on link options defaults, and change the default link direction type to 301. That sounds complicated. You don't really need to know what that does other than the fact that it changes the way links are redirected. And this is the way you want it to be. There are some other th- options in here that you can play with. Some of them you won't be able to get to because you're using the light version. There are two ways that you could generate your pretty links. I'll show you and explain to you both of these ways. First of all, when you are creating your post, like I said before, go ahead, type in your full episode title, And then make sure that it lets the URL be exactly that full episode title. Now, you won't see this until after you save your post or you even publish your post. Now, I don't recommend publishing it just yet, but at least save it. Save a draft. And then you see right underneath where you typed in your episode title near the top of the page, you'll see permalink. And it will contain the URL and part of it you can edit. Now there's a new button there that you need to click on. That button is get short link. Look at that link. And in this particular example that I'm working with, that link is noodle.mx slash p equals and then a number. So your podcast might be mypodcast.com slash p equals and then some number. It might be a two-digit number, a three-digit, a one-digit, 
however many digits, doesn't matter. Copy that address, then go to the dashboard, and you should have somewhere on your dashboard a pretty link quick add option. Your target URL is that URL you just copied. Paste that into there. So noodle http colon slash slash www.mypodcast.com slash p or question mark p equals and then your number. That's your target URL that you pasted, that you copied and pasted. Then the pretty link, make that your episode number. So you could do just simply 35. Then click create and it automatically creates that pretty link for you. But once you've created that pretty link, then all you need to do to get to the show notes for that episode is type in what that pretty link was. So it would be mypodcast.com slash 35. The other way that you can add a pretty link is after you've saved your podcast show notes or your blog post, is go to the pretty link section on the left side of the WordPress admin and click add new link. In here, again, you fill out the target URL. You type in a pretty link. For example, we'll make this just 35. And you can leave the title and description empty. Those will automatically fill themselves based on the title of that link of that post that you are linking to. Now, link options, you'll have some different options underneath of that, and you can set certain things there, and some of those will be your defaults. But you are fine just leaving those as they are. So you can either do that through the dashboard to create your pretty link, or you can do it through the pretty link section of the admin and click add new link. That is super easy to do. Now, when you create your pretty links, you can create more than one linking to the same thing. So if I wanted to, I could make the show notes for this episode link by saying theaudacitytopodcast.com slash show notes. I could also make it theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 24. I could also make it theaudacitytopodcast.com slash easy show note URLs. I could I could do whatever I want to. And in most cases, it will be case insensitive. Whereas Bitly is case sensitive, this will be case insensitive. So if you use capitals or lowercase, it's not going to make a difference for you or your users. But just go ahead and stick with lowercase for now since that's just in case something changes. Now let's talk about what to put in that pretty link field. So you've got this super easy URL that you could use. I recommend always making a pretty link with a link as simple as your number, your episode number. So mypodcast.com slash 35. That is super easy and it works. When you're working with Pretty Link, you have an option to upgrade to Pretty Link Pro. And I do recommend that. In fact, I recommend it so much that I went ahead and got an affiliate for it because I think Pretty Link Pro 
was worth it for me. Now, it may not be worth it for you. The main feature that I love about Pretty Link Pro is that when you're creating your post, Pretty Link Pro has the option of adding a new box within your post writing, your edit post page. And that new box says Pretty Link Pro. A Pretty Link will be created on publish. Right in here, as you're writing your blog post or your show notes, right in here, you can set what the Pretty Link will be for this episode. That is fantastic to have it right there so you don't have to click off into somewhere else. And in fact, later on, after you publish your blog post or your show notes and you've used this method, you can see when you look at your post and you're editing your post in WordPress, it will show you how many people have clicked on that link or used that link to get to your show notes. It's a handy little way to track those numbers when you are editing those show notes. So Pretty Link Pro is $37 for just a single site. If you want to do it on unlimited sites, it's $97. If you're, You can decide which one is better for you. They both have the same features, just a difference in the licenses and how many times you can install it and how many different websites you can install it on. So Pretty Link Pro is $37. I do recommend it. In fact, if you want to get Pretty Link Pro through my affiliate, I would greatly appreciate that for one, but you can get that through noodle.mx slash pretty link pro. That's noodle.mx slash pretty link pro. And yes, that link is created with pretty link. So I, I really like pretty link and many people were expecting that this is what I was going to build up to as the solution for these URLs. And that's true. I was building up to this. I was looking for other options, easier options, because Pretty Link isn't the easiest thing to do because it has those couple extra steps unless you buy Pretty Link Pro and then it removes several of those extra steps. And I decided that it was worth it to me to have Pretty Link Pro and save those extra steps because how many different podcasts I do and how many different URLs that I end up creating for all of these podcasts. And kudos to John Wilkerson. He had figured this out early. He's from wiredhomeschool.com or jesusgeek.info. He had figured this out early and had predicted this is where I was going. And he called in and left a voicemail saying, why don't you just do this? And well, yeah, that's where I was going. But I was looking for something that would be a bit easier for everyone and preferably totally free and extremely easy but Pretty Link is the easiest way. And as you can tell, it is pretty easy. It's Pretty Link. But I do recommend the Pro version because it makes it much easier. It saves all those extra steps. And it also adds a lot more features too. Like Pretty Link Pro also has the ability that whenever you post something, it can automatically send a tweet for you. You can also have in Pretty Link Pro, you can have that little bar across the top of the screen if you share links. I do not recommend that. Please don't do that. That's just not a good practice. You can have other options that you can set 
such as um, every page automatically gets a post or you can display tweet badges on things or comments and all of this stuff that is really nice to have in Pretty Link Pro. And many of these are just super handy versions. Now, uh, features. One of these, like I said, I brushed over it, but it may be worth it also to you, is the ability that you can tell Pretty Link to automatically tweet whenever you post, whenever you publish one of your posts. Pretty Link can automatically tweet it out for you using that Pretty Link. So no more having to manually tweet it or set up Twitter feed and sometimes that doesn't work or all of these other options and plugins and such. You can just have Pretty Link Pro do that for you. So that's noodle.mx slash Pretty Link Pro. No spaces, no dashes, all of that. Just Pretty Link Pro or get the link in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 24. Now, I'm running a podcast network on a single site, and this network has multiple shows. That's what makes it a network. I've got the Audacity to Podcast, Are You Just Watching, and The Ramen Noodle. In each of these shows, I mention that you can get to the show notes by, for example, in this episode, I say the Audacity to podcast.com slash 24. In the ramen noodle, I say get to the show notes at the ramen noodle.com slash 24. Or in are you just watching, I say get to the show notes at are you just watching.com slash 12. It's super easy for the listeners. However, it's not easy for you to set up. This is part of the thing that I was trying to figure out an easier way to do this for you and to explain it for you in a way that you could edit it without being worried about destroying your site. And here's the thing. At the moment, there isn't an easy way to do this. You have to know some regular expressions, which is a a formulaic sort of way of searching formulaic a word (laughs) i think it is it's a way of searching through text based on a certain formula and it kind of looks math like and it looks really confusing and it's tricky it's called regular expressions or regex as it's sometimes abbreviated you have to know that you have to have knowledge and ability to edit your ht access file you have to make certain conditions so that you can catch slightly mistyped or slightly different formatted things. Like what if someone types 020 instead of just 20 and all of this, it ends up being very complicated. You can do it. It's, it's possible to do, but it's very complicated. And to explain it to you would take more time then I think you would want to spend listening to how to use regular expressions, edit the HT access file, or use plugins in WordPress. And you still have to know regular expressions and certain redirecting rules and such. So it's complicated, but I'll tell you the basics. You have conditions that you say, if it is going toward this domain and it has this number attached to it, Turn that number into a three-digit or four-digit number 
and then redirect it or add this abbreviation to it, which is something set up already in Pretty Link Pro. And then that handles the rest of it. Now, just that right there, that probably wasn't enough to help you. So here's what I want to offer to you. If you have a podcast network and you want to do this, where you can just mention each individual show's episode or each individual show's web address, like the ramenoodle.com, the audacity to podcast.com, are you just watching.com? And you want to make it work so each of those with just a slash and a number redirects to the episode number on your website. If you want to do that, hire me to do it for you. <laughs> really, that I think is going to be the best solution for you because it will save you a whole lot of time if you just have me do it for you. This is something that I've developed a way to do in a way that works beautifully because you've probably been using it, the audacity to podcast.com slash 20. And it's working and it works great. You don't have to think about it as the listener. I think about it as the developer. So if you're interested in this, please contact me. And based on how large your network is and how many shows you have, we can set that up for you so that it works just that simple as mine do. So you could just have mypodcast.com slash 20 redirects to your podcast network and that specific site. Now, there are certain conditions and requirements such as how you have your network site structured and your different podcast shows and all of that. But that's why I'm saying, please, if you want to do that, if you want it to be super simple for your listeners, then please let me set it up for you. Hire me to do it for you. And once you've hired me, it's not something like I have to update it every time for you. Once you've hired me, I just tell you, make your pretty link show note URLs follow this certain format. And then after that, that's it. You just add that format whenever you create a pretty link on your podcast network website. You follow that format and never have to worry about it again. And if anything breaks, I could fix it for you. So if you're interested in that, please contact me as well. If you have any questions or solutions or comments on any of this, you can contact me at feedback at noodle.mx or call in to 859-353-4332. And the show notes for this episode with some screenshots of this process will be at theaudacity2podcast.com slash 24. Isn't that easy for you to hear? Theaudacity2podcast.com slash 24. And I say it, it always fits that pattern. By the way, I didn't mention one of the reasons why you should stick with simple numbers like that is because words can sometimes be a little bit harder for people to remember when they're listening to an episode or seeing episode numbers. So that's why I recommend sticking with a number is because it's easier than having to tell them a word. But if there's a certain keyword that fits for an episode, certainly add that also in addition to your numbers. Just a little bit of podcasting news for you. I noticed today, December 7th, a day that will live in infamy, that the Blueberry PowerPress player was updated. This is the plugin that I and many other podcasters use on our WordPress websites in order to host podcasts on the website. 
it works really well in how it posts the episode and adds a player and presents all of these options on there. So many options. A couple things that this latest update added are really nice, handy things. One of the things on here is the ability now that you can customize where your podcast player, that's the little play button that's powered by Flash and eventually HTML5, where that player appears on your page through your template. There's a certain template tag or a function that you can now use in themes if you're a custom theme developer. This is PowerPress 1.0.12, by the way. They've also added some Danish and French. And now they've added short code support for the podcasting plugin. So if you're wanting to move from the podcasting plugin over to Blueberry, there's now support and better ability for that because they support some of that stuff. And there are a couple other bug fixes and things that... Uh, you may not have known were bugs. Some of them I didn't know were bugs because I didn't run into them. But there are some fantastic things there, including now a warning message if PowerPress is incompatible with other plugins on your site. So you can figure out what might be breaking where. So I definitely recommend it. It's been uh, two and a half months since the last update. So be sure to update PowerPress if you are running it. It's version 1.0.12, released on today, December 7th, 2010. Additionally, I must tell you, remember how I was using Soundboard 2.0 from Ambrosia Software? In my review of it, which I shared in episode 2020, yeah, it's over at the audacity to podcast.com slash 20. My conclusion was it's fantastic software, but not worth $50. I was using the trial version for a month because I wanted to give it a full run. And again, I do say it is fantastic software. It's beautifully designed, has some great features. They finally fixed some major bugs, but it's still $49. I don't think Soundboard 2.0 is worth $49. Therefore, when my trial version expired, and it expired yesterday at the time of this recording, I have switched back to using PodProducer, which is a Windows program, running it on my Mac via Crossover. Not Parallels, but Crossover. And I've mentioned Crossover before. It lets you run Windows programs most Windows programs without actually running Windows like Parallels, so you don't have to install Windows and all of that. So I'm back to Pod Producer for now until either Ambrosia drops the price, they release a coupon, or they give it to me free because I keep telling people it's great software but not worth fifty dollars. It's great work software but not worth fifty dollars. So you can hear my full review of Soundboard 2.0 at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 21. And finally, I do want to extend a thanks to the TED Podcast Network over at techpodcast.com. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member over there. Check it out. There are some other cool shows over on the Tech Podcast Network that maybe you can find something in there to learn more about the tech that you use on a regular basis or some tech that you should be using on a regular basis. 
Now, please remember that the Podcast Awards are still going at podcastawards.com. Vote for your favorite podcast there. Vote every day and make sure that you support the podcast that you love. Too bad we couldn't make it in there, but that's okay. Maybe next year. If you have questions or comments, send those to feedback at noodle.mx or call in to 859-353-4332. And the show notes for this episode are at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 24. If you have a podcast network and you want to hire me to make those easy show note URLs for you, or set up that system, just contact me through those same means, the phone number or the email address. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel Lewis. Thank you very much for listening. Listening.